So prior to doing a consultation, I had studied marketing a little bit. I had read a few books and I had taken a couple of online courses and there was some good information there for sure. But for me, there was still something missing. So I decided to bite the bullet and do a consulting call with Johnny and the folks over at Daredevil. And I know for me, what really made the whole thing really invaluable is that I got a specific customized marketing plan for me. And that was something that I had never got sitting in a classroom with 30 or 40 people or from a YouTube video or from an expensive online course or from a book. It's just that really personalized one-on-one -on -one attention. And it also feels like you've finally got a coach for your music career. You've got, you've got a personal mentor for your music career. And that was something, again, that I hadn't got from any of the, of the other sources of information that I'd studied before that. So I really recommend it. And you, you can tell that Johnny and, and the folks over at Daredevil really want to see their clients succeed. I know for me, I had, um, I think at the time, I had around 300 Twitter followers. I've grown that to over 4,000 now. I had under a thousand likes on my Facebook page. I've grown that to over twenty thousand. I had I had zero email list subscribers at the time, and I've grown that to over five hundred now. So, I recommend it. Um, I know for the for the amount of money that you pay, for the value that you're going to get in return, it's just through the roof. I personally feel that I should be doing one of these calls, say once a month. So, if you haven't done this, jump in and do it. I promise you're not going to be disappointed. Hey Climbers, this is Josh Cleveland from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, not too long ago, my guitarist Dustin and I did a consult with Johnny and the results we have seen have been pretty awesome. Um, we were looking to get a little further reach into social media and to grow our fan base and that is exactly what has happened. Uh, to kind of put that in context, I've been on Instagram for about seven years and I had 487 followers. And in just a couple months working with Johnny, uh, we've been able to grow that fan base up to um, almost 2,000 people, and it's still growing. And that's 2,000 real people. It's not bots. It's not just like fake accounts. These are real people that I interact with on a regular basis every single day, um, creating more buzz about what it is that I do. And it's been pretty awesome. So if you're willing to do the work, and that's the key word, work. If you're willing to do the work, do what Johnny tells you to do. Um, schedule a consult. You'll see um, some growth in your audience and your fan base immediately if that's what you're after. Although I will tell you this, it's a lot of work. And uh, Johnny told me that he's going to give me work and I'm going to hate him. And I do. I hate Johnny so much, but in all the best ways. So schedule a consult. Social, 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 social media. Social media. Social media. Challenge. 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 Accepted. All right, welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. This is where climbers like you, listeners of the podcast, send in their music marketing questions, artist exposure questions, their music business questions, artist development questions. Send them to info at daredevilproduction.com and make sure that you put Pick Johnny's Brain into the subject line so it gets into the right folder, and then we'll answer it eventually here. We try to pack one answer, or as many as we can, into a solid 15-minute value bomb so it's quick for you, and we're making sure that we're actually answering and addressing what's on your mind, and if it's on your mind, it's on a bunch of other people's minds. So, that said, my gift to you, please get the free informational download, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. Go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and tell us where to send it. That's our gift to you, just for, just for playing our home game. 
And here is today's question. This is from Carl Skye. And Carl asks, is it possible to make good money by just releasing my songs on the major platforms, Spotify, Amazon, Google, etc., without ever being a live performer? I'm primarily a songwriter, so I don't want to be the artist, quote unquote. But I get the feeling that the current market situation mandates that everyone has to put themselves out there as a performing artist in order to get noticed. Yes, it's possible to make great money and never be a performer. There are a number of different acts that can support this. I think of the Gorillas, who's basically a cartoon. It's a think tank of of artists who are great songwriters, producers. You know, they're putting out great product, and then it's a cartoon. So it's not them at all. They don't have to perform. I don't know if they actually do live stuff at all. They might have switched on that. So I'm not exactly sure, but. I can tell you this, there are boatloads of what we call YouTubers who actually make six-figure and seven-figure livings. That's 100000 to million-dollar livings doing cover songs on YouTube and never touring or performing at all. So the question would be, if you're not the live performer, are you the performer in the studio when you're creating the music like are you the singer I, I get that you're the the songwriter here are you the singer or is it something different so you have to make sure obviously that the product is competitive let's just say that so you've got something that's really happening going on secondly I mean if you're saying you put your songs on the major platforms that kind of you're the artist but you just have no interest in touring which is fine but I've done a bunch of records for friends outside of Nashville who are songwriters that do and and they're also artists but they do library music so they make a living going getting like 2500 bucks a song to write a country record that is going to go into a library that commercials and TV shows are going to use as background music and stuff like that. So the deal is, you know, you get paid up front like 2500 bucks. The library gets the back end and they get the sync fees and, and all that. So they kind of take care of that for you. But so mostly, like, you know, my hit songwriter friends that do this, they give them their B songs because they're not going to be really heard. I've done probably six, seven records like that where I've had artists outside of Nashville come here specifically for country stuff because they can't get the country sound even with the top musicians that you could possibly get anywhere else just because Nashville is very... The sound is different because everybody's in a room together and that's just kind of the way it works here. So, yeah, I think you can actually be that person but make no mistake, Carl, you have to get noticed but it has to be marketing. Even a live performer doesn't get noticed without some kind of marketing. So the question is, you know, number one, is the product competitive? Is the music competitive? Are the recordings competitive? Is the songwriting competitive? Number two, what is the hook visually? If, if it's going to be you, but you're not going to be a live performer, that's okay. But there has to be something there. A lot of the YouTubers are, you know, really talented, say, singers and arrangers and musicians and they do different versions of different songs and they've built up massive followings because they're extremely talented they're in the video you know so that makes them I guess a live performer but they're not touring so if it's not going to be you in front of the camera either then and obviously like the gorillas thing is nice if you have a bunch of money because it you know you got to hire an animator to to make your cartoon work but in this case 
who's going to sing it? Who's going to be on camera and do it that way? So, yeah, I think you can make good money doing that. I think that looking forward in the future, too, if you want to see what the future of the music industry looks like in the next couple of years, look at Hollywood right now. So to me, Hollywood and the music industry are two very, very, very similar industries with very different products. The similarity in the industries is for at least 100 years, each of these industries has been making incredibly good intellectual property, compelling intellectual property, and they push that intellectual property out on broadcast platforms, and they're unaware. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. of digital they just didn't come from that realm their castles were built on broadcast so they didn't understand digital well netflix to me is the spotify of hollywood and they came and said hey we're going to do this digital thing over here we need some licenses and hollywood patted them on the head like here you go little boy here's a couple licenses go make us some money we're busy making really cool intellectual property over here so they went and they did that well lo and behold they showed them that there was really good money, good, good money to be made. And, and that was going to be the future of the way they were going to be able to push their intellectual property, how they're going to deliver the product. That was going to be the pipeline. In advance of that, and this is where the difference in products makes a big, big difference. The What did Netflix do six, eight years ago that was significant? They started making their own product. They understood that Netflix at that moment existed at the will of all the license holders who owned the licenses for the movies was it the whether it was the network or you know for the tv shows like friends and the office and different shows like that or the movies the movie studios who owned the rights to the movie their business was built on rented property as long as they got to renew the licenses they got to continue to make money but at some point the movie studio heads and the network heads are going to be going how is it that we created Friends? We invested all this money into it, and now 
we just put it on this platform over here and nobody's going to Netflix for Netflix. They're going to Netflix to see Friends. They're going to Netflix to see The Office. They're going to Netflix to see their favorite movie. Like the content is creating the traffic and Netflix just understood that we had to create a repository for it and give people access to that repository of incredible content. But for that, they're taking a huge split. So Netflix, in plain English, shows Hollywood, number one, that boatloads of money can be made on digital, number two, how to do it. So Netflix, being as smart as they are, understood that, hey, we're not going to be around for too much longer. We have to create our own content, which is what they started doing so that we can survive after they pull all the licenses, which guess what? You've already seen that happen. You have Disney Plus now. You have NBC has its own streaming service. You have CBS with their own streaming service, HBO with their own streaming service, so that the owners of the intellectual property are getting 100% of the revenue that's generated from the traffic that it creates, which is the way that it should be. It's just the natural way things are going to pan out. Well, Netflix in advance of that started creating their own content. It's amazing. The last Emmys a couple months ago, Netflix was second in the amount of Emmys only to HBO. So they are a massive player in Hollywood now, and they can survive just fine on their own without anybody else's licenses because they have enough content to create enough traffic to keep the ship afloat. However, this is where the product difference matters because it still costs millions of dollars to make a movie or a TV show, and there's 40,000 uploads a day to Spotify. But the same general situation is happening. It's just that the music industry is a little far behind on their journey into the digital realm. They're behind Hollywood on that right now. But remember, they started in the same place, all broadcast platforms, and now they're having to learn that, number one, there's boatloads of money to be made on digital, and number two, they're going to get sick of sharing it because it's their content. It's their artists that are driving the traffic to Spotify, to Amazon, to YouTube. You know, when Taylor Swift puts out a new single, Spotify will get a billion streams within a month. So, and they're going to split the revenue with Spotify big for having a player, right? The distribution doesn't matter in digital. We don't care where it is. We'll go find it. We, the consumer. So what does that mean? That means eventually here, what happened in Hollywood is going to happen in the music industry. The labels are going to take back their property and they're going to have their own streaming services. And when you look at last year, 2018, a 46% increase on Spotify in streams for America, and none of those streams were about the top 500 stream songs. So those are your major label songs. Those are your big artists. That's the top 10 every week, right? There's 52 weeks in a year, two weeks away for Christmas. So there's 50 weeks of top 10. That's 500 top stream songs. Guys, the 46% increase last year was all indie artists like you, Carl Sky. Okay, now the difference is you're still creating a major split with Spotify, but that's going to change as soon as the record labels pave the way to, to collect 100% of the money. I promise you, because somebody's already working on this, they're already thinking about it, like they're going to be the indie label thing where you can upload there and get more money than Spotify is willing to give you. It's still going to require marketing. Still, people are going to want to to get on it. They're going to have to want to find you. It's not about just being there. It's about them being aware that you're there and going to find you. But once the middleman is significantly cut out, there's going to be a lot more money to be made for the indie artists, and a lot more people are going to be able to create content and make a living doing it. So trust me, that's what's happening. I mean, again, just look at Hollywood, like where NBC made X amount of money on Friends from 
the time that it was put on Netflix. Now they have their own streaming service. They're pulling friends from Netflix in January, and they're going to make all the money. They're going to make more money. It's just that simple. So hang in there, and you got to find a way to market it, but you certainly, there are many ways to make money creating music and not have to be the performer if that's not what floats your boat. Hope that helps, guys. And once again, send your questions to info at daredevilproduction.com. We need your questions. Please send them in. Put Pick Johnny's Brain into the subject line and so it gets into the right folder. And if you haven't done so already, go and get the free informational PDF called 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. It's a gift from Johnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, gift from Johnny.com, and just tell us where to send it. It's our gift to you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Social, 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 social media. Social media. Social media. Challenge. 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 Challenge accepted. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.